guys, welcome to our podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the disappearance of the Malaysian Air Flight 370. Our podcast today is starring me, Ava Shipley, Maya Maldonado, Noelle Harrington, and Ava DeGennaro. We all had um, differencing opinions about what actually happened to this flight. Um, after doing our research, I believe that the pilot down the plane on purpose. My theory was that aircraft lost air pressure in the cabin. I think that the flight was cyber hacked. And I think that the plane was shot down by a U.S. naval base. First, starting off on our podcast is going to be Noelle with a theory about cyber hacking. The Malaysian air flight vanished into thin air on March 8th, 2014. Research has been conducted on the disappearance, but the four of us looked further into our own research to form theories on what we think really happened. Personally, I believe that the air flight was taken over and hacked through cyber hacking. Cyber hacking is becoming more prominent nowadays, and hackers are taking advantage of that. I am sure that the air flight could have been easily hacked and flown and been flown to a secret location or straight into the ocean. I read on express.co that the in-flight entertainment system is connected to a box that is just underneath the seats. Chris Roberts, the author and scientist, thinks that because the entertainment system is easily accessible, a hacker would not miss a chance to hack the aircraft. On the week.co, historian Norman Davies suggests that the MH370, which was equipped with Boeing Honeywell's uninterruptible autopilot onboard computer, could have been hacked and then reprogrammed and flown into a secret location. Obviously, if multiple scientists believe that the Malaysian air flight was cyber hacked, then it must be true. Cyber hacking was originally created to stop things like 9-11 from happening again, but this could have exploited the secrets of hacking. Another possibility that is allowed by cyber hacking is the use of smartphones. With the push of a button, people can connect to a flight without any strong security and fly the plane to any location they desire. Scientists such as Testo, having had articles written about them, saying Testo ostensibly proved that using an Android smartphone and specific code, he could take control of an aircraft flight and communication. Having the ability to do so strengthens my theory that the MH370 was hacked by technology. Although there are differing thoughts on what happened to the flight, I don't think the captain did it on purpose, and I believe that the Malaysian air flight was taken over by cyber hacking. I thought your theory was pretty good, Noel. I thought there was one thing that is pretty false, I would say. Ever since 9-11 especially, I really don't see how you could hack a plane with a smartphone. All the security has been updated and everything is super hard to get into and everything's really high tech. So it would be extremely hard to hack a plane from the outside. Yeah, I also agree with that. Like, your average person, I don't think, is smart enough to hack into a high-tech plane with just a smartphone. So that just, like, doesn't make sense. Also, you can't trust Noelle because she's a blonde, so you should trust my theory instead. What really happened to MH-37 is the aircraft cabin lost air pressure. When you have a drop in air pressure, it results in a condition called hypoxia. Hypoxia is when your brain is not getting enough oxygen, which leads to being confused and not being able to tell what anything is. Sadly, hypoxia results in death. The aircraft cabin losing air pressure answers some unanswered questions. For example, why didn't the people on the plane reach out to anyone? First of all, there is a very high probability that the pilots did not notice the drop in air pressure 
thus making the passengers on board not know. Once they are in a state of confusion, they do not know who they are or what to do. The passenger would not have known to reach out to some. I read an article in Airspace that talks about how pilots would take a test while in the chamber deprived of oxygen and how pilots notice that they lose all sense of judgment. Even if the pilot was aware of the loss in air pressure, he could not have put on his oxygen max. Even if the pilot put on the oxygen mask, he would have limited time of oxygen. According to the insider, the pilot's oxygen only lasts about an hour, the, but the mass in the chamber only lasts a couple of minutes. It is said to say that the aircraft had a drop in air pressure and both the crew and passengers lost consciousness due to lack of oxygen, while the aircraft was on autopilot and went off course. There was a plane that is very similar to MH370, according to The Guardian, on aircraft that flew two hours in autopilot after the air pressure dropped and both pilots lost consciousness before crashing into a mountain. This airplane was called a ghost flight because it just disappeared and no one heard from it. This is very similar to MH370, thus giving very convincing evidence. There are so many different types of people who believe in this theory, so it must be true. But like, where'd it go? Like, just because they lost oxygen doesn't mean that the plane just disappeared and like vanished into thin air. Yeah, I don't understand how a whole aircraft would just disappear if just the passengers lost oxygen. Also, I thought like before each flight they did like a routine check of the plane and fill it up with gas and stuff. So if they did that, I really don't understand how they wouldn't have noticed something was wrong with the plane. Although the other theories presented by my classmates were valid, they weren't as good as mine because it wasn't their idea to research this topic in the first place. The theory I believe to be true is that the United States Navy shot down MH370 in fear of and to prevent another 9-11 leg attack. As I was researching my theory, I read on businessinsider.com that former airline executive Mark Duguay told Paris March magazine that he thinks the plane might have been downed near a U.S. military base on an island in the Indian Ocean after the plane systems were hacked. Duguay also has witnesses of people living near the Mal dives and an island the U.S. military base is located on, saying that they saw what they had believed to be the Malaysian plane on March 8, 2014, the day the plane supposedly disappeared. The United States government denied that the plane was nowhere near the naval base, but these claims are obviously false since they were, since there were witnesses and they saw the plane near the island. Since people saw the plane, it is is the only completely plausible theory. Also, being that the U.S. are the ones behind the shoot-down of the MH370, it would, be, it would explain why there is no remnants of the plane being found despite that there had been countless searches in different countries looking for the missing jet. It is impossible for a plane to completely disappear. If the U.S. is the one looking for the plane, they can lead the other countries astray to search in areas they know the plane will not be found. This explains why some searches for the aircraft took place in the Southern Indian Ocean rather than the Central Indian Ocean, where MH370 was said to be seen on the day of the disappearance. Lastly, when I was reading on the Week Co, it states that Duguay was advised and warned by the British intelligence officer that he should not look further into his case on MH370 and that he would be taking a risk if he continued to do so. The real question is, why why was Duguay taking a risk and being warned proceeding with his investigation if he wasn't close to exposing the truth on what actually happened on March 8th, 2014?
Okay, so that actually sounds like it could be accurate with all of your information that you provided. And that would also prove my theory that the plane was cyber hacked. It kind of makes sense, but at the same time, just because you pick a topic doesn't mean it's true. So once again, my theory is that the pilot purposely downed the plane. So with this topic, many theories were thrown around. Um, Ava said, again, that the flight was shot down by a U.S. Navy base. Maya said that there was a loss of pressure in the aircraft cabin. And Noelle said that the flight was cyber hacked. Along with these, there are many other theories. Throughout my personal research, I felt like there is one theory that I felt was the most possible and gave the most reasonable exclamation explanation with evidence to back it up that the pilot purposely crashed a malaysian air flight 370 at first i wasn't quite sure this was true as who would be a pilot and then simply one day decide to crash a plane it didn't seem true until i dug deeper and began to find more evidence that incriminated the pilot for example a report from fox news stated a safety report into the disaster by an international team in 2018 in july revealed the plane was likely steered off course deliberately by someone and flown for several hours after communications were severed now granted the plane could have been steered off course by multiple people some may believe a passenger took control of the plane and that's what i was leaning towards at first when i read this too but after delving deeper i soon found more evidence to point towards the pilot for example a magazine a magazine called the atlantic wrote in the case of mh370 it is difficult to see the co-pilot as a perpetrator it is the captain zahari who raises concerns zahari was often lonely and sad his wife had moved out and he was living with and he was living in the family's second house. By his own admission to friends, he spent a lot of time pacing empty rooms waiting for the days between flights to go by. He was also a romantic. He is known to have established a wistful relationship with a married woman and her three children, one of whom was disabled, and to have obsessed over two young internet models whom he encountered on social media and for whom he left Facebook comments that apparently did not elicit responses when i found this specific piece of evidence this is when i began to believe the theory the magazine writes about the pilot's personal life and how his situation and current life events could have pushed him to make this decision this magazine interviewed multiple people in his life such as family and friends and the results they found not only or only incriminate zahari more and more it has also been said that when the co-pilot left the cockpit, Zahari locked it and kept him out. But there has been no actual evidence as to the actuality of this particular detail. So those are all our theories, but we want to know which theory you think is true or if you have any theories of your own. Hope you enjoyed listening to all of our research um, that we found on the Malaysian aircraft. And make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. Bye, everyone.